0: Come through, Queen. I want to see ya. Come through,
2: Queen.
3: Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. What? This is ridiculous. You're kidding.
0: I mean, this is huge.
3: Hey, Brendan. Hey what's up? How are you doing? Uh, going on? Just you know doing as good as we could be doing in these days, right? yeah, so not to get
1: dark but i I do think we need to like address the situation and then we'll move on to happier stuff, sure, but obviously we're in like a really a really big crisis, and earlier this week the ship- you know the ship that came in to New York City to yeah. help with medical stuff mm-hmm. it's literally parked just a few blocks away from me, like, on my street. Yeah. So it's a little stressful over here. Yeah.
3: It was Um, crazy, those, like, scenes of people gathering to go watch it dock.
1: I know. And so the West Side Highway where that was was kind of my place to take a walk in these times because it usually was, like, pretty clear of people. Yeah. But, like, that stressed me out so much because it literally at the end of my street yeah but how is it in brooklyn uh
3: s- <laughs> the, the weeks are just kind of blending together at this yeah. point and this is our third week right
1: i think so i just like i live for the weekends even though i do very similar stuff on the weekends but like it's less stressful for me
3: yeah i see what you're saying uh a, a ray of sunshine that is shown through the clouds watch weapons live from home is back this week
1: I know. So Andy's recovered from COVID-19. And Watch Ravens Live has been bumpy, but it has been it's been great, I thought.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I'll take this over not having anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with it. And we'll get to some stuff that aired on Watch Drivings Live this week in a bit, But totally. let's start off with first something that just dropped moments before us recording this. Nini Leaks posted on her Instagram. Uh, a tease for her new single that it, she is dropping mid-pandemic, much like Lindsay Lohan's return to music, um, much
1: like Dua Lipa bopping in here, right?
3: Yeah, but I mean, Dua Lipa was was planned, right? You know, uh, but Nini Leaks is is out with her debut single all these years after Tardy for the Party," Honey,
1: Honey, H U N N I. So it's not like. Our honey,
3: not like our honey mustard girl. No, uh, what did you think when you when you heard it?
1: So you you watched me listen to it for the first time just <laughs> moments ago via Zoom. I, I was shocked by her mentions of both Peta and RuPaul during yeah. it. Um, otherwise, it's a repetitive track that I will probably listen to over and over and over again. Yeah,
3: I it. It sounds kind of like an early Housewives song in terms of like production quality.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, y- exactly.
3: Yeah. And she's giving us a little bit of like a Big Frida moment, I would say. <laughs> Isn't it kind of like seems to be what she's aiming for? May- maybe.
1: <laughs> Do you think NeNe Leaks knows who Big Frida is?
3: Uh, I, I would think so, actually.
1: Okay, yeah. I'll give that. To, I'll give that to you, definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll support anything that's like getting us through this together. I really, I, I can't judge anyone who's trying to give us new art in this yeah. time.
3: I know. Look at us.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this beautiful portrait we're painting. Mm. Um, okay, but there is some really <laughs> strange news this week coming on the heels of the premiere of roni uh page six reports
1: well coming at the toes of roni the toes yeah uh
3: page six reports mandela sepp slams disgruntled ex-employee for blasting her amid pandemic it starts off be cool don't be all like uncool Luann is slamming her former assistant, Danny Marin, for stirring the pot on social media with negative accusations about the reality star amid the coronavirus crisis. She exclusively told Page Six, it's utterly disgusting that a disgruntled ex-employee would take swipes at me during a global pandemic. His time here speaks volumes, considering it's been a year since he last worked for me, and with the premiere of Rony season 12 coming up. Aaron called the Countess out on his Instagram on Tuesday, posting a video of him feeding the Roni star the lyrics to her Feeling Giovanni single while on set of her music video and claiming she never gave him credit for it. Fun fact, he wrote, I was the only reason why Countess Luann knew her lyrics while filming her music video, got dressed in time, had jewelry on, had multiple shoe options, wrangled her housewife friends. Oh yeah, that's right, but I didn't get a credit helping for 18 hours straight filming the Feeling Giovanni music video. He also discussed uh, Luann's sobriety on his Instagram saying, all I want to say is sobriety is not a game. Rehab is not a storyline. The former employee claimed he was never fired, said the reality is I quit twice. And they were last pictured together on his Instagram in May, 2019. Uh, Page six reached out uh, for comment. He did not respond bond for comment uh and he said um on his instagram as well i didn't get credit along with every other person who helped on the set that day the tea here is she doesn't respect people's hard work what do you think
1: um i don't know it i agree with luann on like the timing of it i guess but it's also like as somebody's a housewives watcher, I also appreciate the timing because it's all about like drama in that way.
3: Yeah, let's promote the new season, baby.
1: Um I did see um Marty Gould Cummings, who is a local New York City drag queen who's also running for uh office here, yeah. uh criticizing this person's move, talking about how it isn't right to kind of go after somebody's like Journey through trying to get sober and that kind of stuff. So it's like a. I think the conversation is a little more elevated than like I can chime into. You know what I mean? Uh, like some think, of those levels.
3: I think less focus on that aspect of it and more so him wanting credit. Like what? What does he want? Like her to bring him into the end of the music video, like on frame and give him a hug and a kiss, like or like maybe a credit in the credits, b- but there's no it's not like a film <laughs> like right. what, what credits are there for like a music video that we're watching
1: but like i guess if like i guess like an instagram tag or something like that like that's like pretty standard when you're doing a creative thing like that i've run into that you know you want like to give everyone who's involved like proper tagation
3: yeah which but i if feel like is a... if anything it would be like the director of the music video or the producer of the song not like
1: Right, but if we've learned anything nowadays, like every person matters.
3: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a that's your counterpoint, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I it's it's a non-story, and it's like a fun story to talk about for a week, but it, it does feel a little uh, eh during yeah. this current
3: time. <laughs> Listen, we gotta take what we can get. So exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and we will be back with Pump Rule Summerhouse and Roni. And we are back with Vanderpump Rules. Uh, we're just like out of the spotlight of Jackson Brittany's wedding, which I think is helping.
1: Yeah, we're we're just like doing different things that I think are interesting.
3: Yeah. We are going back to the stables with Ariana and LVP. Which.
1: Okay. <laughs> LVP trying to get that horse to do things was bad to me.
3: Yeah. And, and her confessional defense of it saying if she's wrong, she doesn't want to be right.
1: There's a video online. I actually sent this to, I've sent this to someone before. I think I sent this to friends of the show, Laura von Bergen, Chicago hive works in the same building that Tinsley lives in, et cetera, okay. et cetera. Um, there's a video where like LVP like lays down with that same horse. Oh. And like, there is like, Donation, and it's from like years ago at this point, probably.
3: Oh my god! Yeah. I know that's frightening. Uh, but I think this was pretty much all the most we saw of LVP this episode. So she had to get her scenes in. I I
1: I will say, as we're on this, I do like her dynamic with Ariana. I love Ariana, and I feel like when we started this podcast. Four years ago, and we started it, we started it on this night, Roni Purnier night, four yeah. years ago. I feel like four years ago, I was probably very anti-Ariana. Yeah. But now I am, she is my favorite fucking person on the show.
3: Yeah. I mean, I've been on the Ariana train for some time now, not to toot my own horn. Okay. But
1: You're, I mean, we're always tooting our own horns. It's yeah. okay.
3: Okay. Uh, it's interesting that we are... Planning this wine night for the girls the day after Sandoval's party and the day before Jax's party, if the timing adds up, which I'm not sure it does.
1: Dan, it's called a bender and you need to get on it.
3: But we were just on a bender in Kentucky. (laughs) I wonder this this actually made me think, like, I wonder we know that they filmed over a long stretch of time in Vanderpump Rules this past year, but I Mm -hmm. think they like since there's so many people involved and uh, the rumors of it being so produced nowadays, they just like try to squeeze in all the filming, like right on top of each other.
1: Right. And I mean, it probably keeps them all psycho, you know, like if, have you ever been in an experience where you are like, you are on a weekend or a vacation where you're like, "ba blah, 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 blah. It yeah. like keeps you kind of psycho. Right.
3: Sure yeah uh but Jax is turning 40 but we got uh and then we have katie calling raquel in the backyard of sir to invite her to wine night. why Wine night raquel
1: if i've i've probably said many th- bad things about her but i take them all back she's a gift and she, we have no we have no choice but to stand
3: she's so good on the show this episode in particular,
1: but it might it might also just be because someone else was acting so awfully.
3: Yeah. Uh, speaking of acting awfully, Brett and Sheena are at Sir talking about the, the YouTube video that they're going to shoot, and we learn about uh, Brett's YouTube channel. He says he has uh, 550,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. 550,000.
1: It's a lot more than we have. Yeah, that's, so. a, that's just a
3: few more. <laughs> uh, but she's going to be a guest star. Good. Uh, their conversation Sir seems to be, I want to say this, I went back to watch this. It looked like it was shady editing all over again. Like chopping up the conversation to make Sheena look really bad. Oh, of course. This, this
1: is all about making Sheena look bad.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, every single... I feel
1: like every single part of Vanderbilt Rules through its entire history has been about Sheena looking bad.
3: Yeah. Uh, to jump it a little bit, when they are filming together, I I would kind of like to go back and watch this if this is still up on his YouTube page, because I couldn't really wrap my head around, like, what is the point of this conversation? hmm Other than just bashing, <laughs> calling her a middle-aged woman.
1: And... But she's not middle-aged at this point, Right.
3: I, I wouldn't classify her as such.
1: What is middle age in America? What's the like average age of death? Actually, I don't want to talk about that. I, that's a bad conversation oh for like God. this current time. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. So that was strange. Uh, also, Tom, Tom and Max hang out in the middle of the day before Max's shift, just like on a Tuesday drinking. That Peter made bomb. no sense to me. And they they're hanging out, and Sandoval wants to go TP Jax's house for his birthday.
1: This is like, to me, the dumbest thing ever. Right? Have you ever TP'd or been TP'd? No, and no. Because you never, you never grew up in the suburbs. No, in,
3: I w- like in my childhood, Staten, Island Staten Island's suburban.
1: Yeah, but like you didn't. Yeah. But you didn't, like, spend, like, high school in the suburbs is the thing, right?
3: But I wouldn't have done that in high school. If anything, I would have done that in middle school. I think
1: in middle school, me and my friends, like, on Halloween ran around with, like, eggs and, like, egged people or That's something. Bad. I know. But, like, we were middle schoolers. All When you're in middle school, all you want to do is, like, run around in masks when people are trick-or-treating. But – I feel like in high school, my mother's home was victim because my sisters were all, my sisters were all popular. I wasn't, I didn't make the popular class um, <laughs> in high school growing up. My sisters were all popular. So I feel like our house got TP'd a few times and we had big, big, big trees in the front yard. So it was like great for that.
3: So how does one go about DTPing?
1: I think you just like get out there with the hose and hope Ugh. for the best.
3: That, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It sucks. It sucks. It's a bad thing to do to people. And like, hopefully after this crisis, we all get like next steps is like, don't be awful to people, but people yeah. are going to be awful to people.
3: Yeah. I think people are going to be awful. Okay. Sheena calls Kristen to tell her about the, why night while Kristen is just being filmed prepping for Jackson's party.
1: Yeah. She's like, Making her costume and drinking by herself,
3: but like, okay, it's I I I, I don't want to like talk about this too much and then ruin the entertainment for people. But did the thought cross your mind, like, okay, this was just a scheduled call between Sheena and Kristen? Like, did Kristen know what this call was about? <sighs>
1: Well, I don't think she knew what it was about. I think they had a scheduled call i I think, but that's like typical for reality show filming, right
3: yeah, but like there there would have been no reason otherwise for like Kristen was by herself right like there was there was no other scene she was filming other than just like.
1: I'm sure she thought they were going to film a scene talking about what was going to happen at Jax's birthday or something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 Or if not, I mean like it's all, it's all, it's reality TV. It's all planned.
3: I know. I'm just like, I'm seeing the scenes on Vanderpump Rules more and more these days, I think.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you. It's a little more planned than, it seems a little more planned than any other of the shows, I think, because we're, being forced into a space that is different and it's like different groups of people who wouldn't usually hang out
3: yeah exactly And
1: so they're gonna have to like do these like frankenstein spice together things
3: yeah speaking of that katie invites over like women i don't even know if she's ever met them before <laughs> like yeah charlie, has, she met, has she met charlie charlie danica, danica. has she met danica Danica's ready to drink box wine. Dane is ready to drink uh, rubbing alcohol. Uh, but don't worry, Brittany walks in with a half-consumed handle of Tito's. Did you lay eyes on the fact that this was not even like a fresh bottle?
1: Yes, I very much did. <laughs> because I'm actually like, I feel like going into spaces recently, I feel like me and Jamie have brought like the handle of tito's but it's always fresh
3: i mean you might have done it like one time not fresh but like if i was if i knew i was being filmed it would be a fresh one
1: wait i've never not br- i've never not brought a fresh one
3: I, no I'm, I'm not like saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying like in all our years i'm sure there must have been an instance where like it just made sense
1: right i mean it does make sense a little bit for this because she is a neighbor so she's like walking over with like what they have right that makes sense
3: it just it just like made me laugh i don't know
1: (laughs) but it's like you're bringing this like half drunken thing of tito's to a wine night yeah and it's like you can't like grow up you baby you can't have wine a
3: a glass of uh, a wine
1: you can't handle a glass of wine
3: yeah i don't know uh Those beautiful displays that Katie was putting together with like a plop of mustard with like nuts (laughs) surrounding it. (laughs) I don't know. That doesn't bode well for the Katie Maloney Bar and Grill.
1: It's like, I've seen better charcuterie on um, TikTok.
3: And she supposedly worked in the restaurant industry for years.
1: Yeah, but she was like either drunk or not paying attention, (laughs) you know? Yeah.
0: Okay.
3: Lala versus Raquel.
1: Okay. I mean, there's only one team to be on, it's Raquel. Lala was being so crazy.
3: What, like, I don't get what her... I, I, Charlie's explanation is the only explanation I have.
1: What was Charlie's explanation?
3: That, like, Raquel... No, that Lala doesn't like Raquel because, like, she still has feelings for James.
1: There's that, and it's also just, like, Lala trying to, like, be a proud peacock, and push someone around who's like who she views as lower than her and she thought that like all of her friends that she has made because her soon-to-be husband or fiance has a private jet she thought those people would rally around her but like they saw her behavior and like were repelled
3: Sassy was like laughing at (laughs) laughing at her (laughs) it was funny seeing like Lala try to get no no I guess Ra- raquel brought uh Stasi into the conversation,
1: well, yeah, but like that was that was funny because raquel like saw what was happening yeah
3: and and Stasi couldn't really defend raquel, I mean, couldn't defend Lala I know, yeah um, I think that was pretty much it for wine night eighties party was just like such a non event.
1: It, it was annoying that he did a themed birthday party after complaining about it. It's like yeah. you either do it or don't. It would be like if you threw a themed birthday party after saying that birthdays are for babies.
3: Uh, well, I think those are two different sentiments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although I do have to say like an 80s themed birthday party like is pretty like low hanging fruit in terms of like the ease of it.
1: Yeah, what if I did cats this year, if my uh, birthday was able to happen?
3: Right, and God bless you for thinking that you think birthday parties will be happening.
1: Uh, it could be the first event of the season.
3: Yeah, you, the debut. Us just dressing up as cats for your birthday,
1: and the, if the blackout happens again, oh my, god. oh
3: my god! that that was like that was like this, but in like. A condensed form for a it was few like, hours.
1: Yeah, micro this. But then I had to deal with it the next weekend when I went to Long Island and it happened two more times.
3: Oh, wow. Uh, the one thing that I did enjoy was the Randy Jackson signed Samurai Sword with the picture with Randy Jackson.
1: I loved all that editing and that follow through. It was perfect.
3: And then the big reveal that Jack Scott Sandoval, nothing, love that. And Jacks like just keeps carrying on about like what a terrible person Sandoval is, and Sandoval does this all for show for on the camera. But like, okay, like you're, what are you doing for the camera?
1: <laughs> what are you doing behind the camera? Also, Jacks, like it doesn't seem like you're doing anything for this friendship, bitch. Yeah.
3: So we get the rant. I guess Randall already had this. Okay, now this is confusing me.
1: Wait, so we go, we go back to. Tom and Ariana's house, right?
3: No, but first, but Randall tells Jax the plan at the birthday party. Yeah, and going back to the house is the after party for the Jax's birthday. Mm-hmm. So, this was like on the call. She whether or not Jax liked it.
1: Sure. Yes. You
3: know, uh, but we go back to it's Sandoval's, Sandoval and Ariana's house. And Jax is being nasty, like, ungracious. Where can I sit?
1: Well, because they famously have no chairs. So you have to bring your own chair.
3: Yeah.
1: And then we get this, the police show up, the quote unquote police show up. Yeah. And which,
3: which is a crime to impersonate a police officer.
1: Is it? Is that your lawyer hat on?
3: Uh, I mean, I actually like dipped my toe into the California law for a moment today. And there's mm-hmm. like exceptions, like you, like, if for you can do, like, you can be dressed up with props for filming, but you also need like permission or something.
1: But they also had like cop cars, which, like, my yeah. thing was like, the, I saw at the end of it neighbors peeking out. Yeah, that was pretty intense. So they do this whole thing that's a prank that Tom Sandoval is being arrested. And I've read people who don't agree with me online about like what happened here and like the reactions from specifically Katie and Ariana. People think that Katie and Ariana overreacted. And I don't think so at all. And people are like, people are saying that it's just a ha funny joke. But in my brain, like, pre- police brutality isn't funny on any level. Any level that you, like, cut it. Yeah. E- even when it happens to, like, quote-unquote dumb reality stars. It's still, like, such a dumb, stupid joke to do. And I'm glad that Ariana and Katie spoke up about it.
3: I know. What surprised me was Katie saying something. Same. Like, I would never have thought. Like, when we got this preview for this episode, I didn't know where we were going.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I think we we would have predicted that Ariana would have said something. Oh, like Kate- for sure. Yeah, but Katie saying something I think was big. And I, I, yeah, my big thing is like, I've just been reading people online like saying, oh my God, they overreacted so much, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, no, like, no. Have you seen like every awful thing that police have done to innocent people over the past several years that we've seen on video? Like, come the fuck on. It's just dumb, stupid. It's, it's, it's a, it's a irresponsible prank to do.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, in these times.
3: I, yeah, I would like, I would say it wasn't an overreaction. It was just a reaction. It's not like they were like swinging from the chandeliers. They were just kind of like, uh, I don't like that, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, And then Tom Schwartz. His was
3: the overreaction.
1: Ends up being the asshole of the century. Right when I was starting to like him again, you know?
3: My God, he was, this is like maybe the worst we've ever seen him. Yeah. Piece Uh, of shit. What did he say? Oh my God, I actually wrote it down because it was so wild. He said, Katie, shut up. I've never been more turned off in my life. That's why I don't have sex with her. Uh, And then when Schwartz was getting fresh with Bo.
1: That, I mean, come on.
3: Not that I'm like a Bo defender, but like he was just ready to lash out to everyone. I like people who act like
1: that level of baby come the fuck on and grow a, grow a conscious, grow a brain.
3: Yeah. And yeah, I, so We kind of just like end the episode with that. I don't know how we we get back with the two of them, but I guess we will.
1: We'll have more on them in the end of the episode.
3: Yeah, we will. (laughs) Okay. So let's discuss Summer House.
1: Summer famously should be fun.
3: It should be fun. Who knows anymore? But what's not fun is Hub House
1: is into loom. This made me so sad. <laughs> Hubhouse is actually like, I'm not being ironic when I say she's my favorite part of Summer House. She's my favorite character. She, I love her so much. Is that okay to say?
3: I mean, it's a little crazy, but I'll, I'll embrace it.
1: I mean, I love her. I love uh, Batula. Yeah. I love Paige. But like, Hubhouse has my heart.
3: Okay. Yeah. I mean, she is an OG yeah uh we have some city scenes to to kick off this episode carl and luke just being two bros playing basketball
1: where do you think they were when they were filming that i couldn't figure out if it was somewhere in williamsburg or somewhere in the lower east side depending on like where i saw buildings i have no idea uh i think maybe lower east side it was too sunny but there needs to be like shade
3: Speaking of Carl, it does remind me of the fact that you have some uh oh no, we have some news, an update on the Loverboy situation.
1: Oh yes, yeah, so there is Loverboy found in the city now.
3: Yeah, you just have to wait in in a line to get into a Whole Foods and then apparently Do you the say whole where f-
1: that Whole Foods is or no? I
3: I I mean, I, I guess I should just like Whoever gets to it, gets to it, you know. The, the Whole Foods in Brooklyn, uh, in Gowanus, now have Loverboy in stock after months of me searching for it. Um, I, I haven't gotten my hands on it yet, but we were informed by Honey Mustard Girl that it is there and waiting. It appeared to be only two of the three flavors from what we could tell.
1: I know, and it was the two flavors I haven't had, interestingly enough.
3: It's the two I'm the most interested in, so... Uh, I guess I'll report back on that. Should I? But like, the problem is I stocked up like three days ago, and I wasn't planning to go grocery shopping again for another week and a half. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to
1: do really. I I think I have to go on Saturday potentially to buy stuff, but
3: uh, I don't know about I that, don't, Brendan. Ugh. Can't you like sneak out during the day one one day?
1: I can sneak out tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have to sneak out tomorrow to get champagne for Honey's birthday.
3: Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we're still in New York. The girls are having a girls' night in the city and I'm loving the sisterhood.
1: I love it too. The one in Paige's apartment yeah. with no windows.
3: I'm glad Jules was allowed to be there.
1: I know, but could Paige get a window, please?
3: Um, it was probably like... um. A shooting decision. I know, of,
1: but like... Yeah. So wild. Yeah, well, it was idea, ideal. Um, so it seems like Paige lives in like a studio, like a half studio, I think, right? It's like a studio with like the kitchen that's disconnected. So I almost a one bedroom.
3: I couldn't really wrap my head around it.
1: Well, well, like the living room that they were sitting in was also the bedroom.
3: Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay, I didn't notice that. Um, I mean the big scoop at Girls Night is that Jordan apparently wants all the girls to like pick a side between Jules and Jordan.
1: Which is so shitty. It's like Jordan, get a life, get a life, get yeah. off the show.
3: Like you are not a cast member.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sick and tired of him, and I'm sick and tired of uh Danielle.
3: Actually, I thought Danielle was a breath of fresh this week.
1: I don't know. Her presence is spooky to me because I know what's coming from yeah. the previews yeah, yeah
3: yeah uh so we're prepping for this party i enjoyed and this party's theme is like, like a frat, house, a animal frat house. party yeah an animal house party Were you, you
1: weren't never in a frat were you no no
3: no no no. my school had greek life but it wasn't like it was one of the it was like one of those situations where only like maybe 20% of the student body participates.
1: If- yeah, we had, we had Greek life and it was like a little kookier. And I was, um, they tried to poach me or whatever for, they tried to headhunt me for the uh, the all-inclusive fraternity. So there was a fraternity that was like all genders or whatever. They tried to poach me for it, but I said
3: no. We got to learn about, when and where a bunch of the cast went to college, which I thought was an interesting journey.
1: Yeah, because it was like Kyle went to college in like 2002, right?
3: He was in college in 2001. I'm not sure it was revealed where he went though. Mm -hmm. Um, But Paige was in grade while he was in college. (laughs)
1: I, I swear to God, that's how I feel sometimes when some of my coworkers, who I like, become friends with, will reveal their ages to me and they'll like tell me where they were when I graduated from college, and it's like the same vibe. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's like
3: just shut up, don't even say anything. <laughs> uh, Luke went to Osberg University, which I don't know what that is. I've heard
1: of that. I think
3: Carl went to. Syracuse University, where I famously went for yearbook camp in middle school.
1: <laughs> wait, it was, was it a, wait, wait, was it a camp learning how to, like, make a yearbook?
3: How to be, like, member of the yearbook club or whatever. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Have I so never funny. told you this before? No, <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no. You haven't. But you know that, like...
3: I don't even, I don't think
1: Trang was a part of the yearbook club, but like all of our friends from high school, me and Trang's friends from high school, Trang friend of the show, I married her. um, All of our friends from high school were like the yearbook club.
3: Yeah, no, Trang and I I have discussed this before.
1: I've got, that's how I got like prime placement in my senior yearbook with like a lot of things was because I had friends in the yearbook club. And I was, I, I, I thank the Lord for it. Cause it's like, what does your mom want to see? But you in prime placement in every page, you know?
3: But you know what was funny? So like this yearbook camp was meant for high school students, but like somehow I was given permission to go there. Like the, su- I don't know if I went the summer, I might've even went the summer before eighth grade. So I was like way oh my younger. Oh god, you were gifted. And you everyone gifted. was like, everyone was so much more mature than me. And like, I was this little nerd. And the Was fighting, it a
1: sleepaway camp?
3: Yeah, It was at Syracuse University for a week. <laughs> my parents just wanted to get rid of me as much as possible. <laughs> uh, but what's interesting is I went to this yearbook camp, and I ended up not even joining the yearbook in high school.
1: <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. I, I did the video yearbook in high school.
3: A video yearbook?
1: Yeah, I was a, i was on the video yearbook team. Oh, I, I carried a, a camera. It all it you got a pass, and I could like bring a camera into the lunch room during lunch and just like film people, yeah. and then edit together like whatever set to whatever music and release a video yearbook at the end of the year. Yeah, I need to get my hands on one of those. I made, I definitely made unwell choices. I made, like, Brendan <laughs> choices when, like, I'm sure people didn't want Brendan choices in their it new yearbook.
3: Does not surprise me. Yeah. Uh, Batula went to Yukon, which, like, makes sense to me. And also she was in Delta. Delta Gamma, which also makes sense to me from, like, my knowledge of Greek life. What's my, what's my Delta school. Gamma?
1: Is it is Alpha the first part of Alpha? Is it Alpha Delta Gamma? No, it's I don't just know. called
3: Delta Gamma. <laughs>
1: There's like Aren't so many different threes? sororities. What? Okay. I thought all of them were in threes. So I thought she maybe was, I'm pretty sure one of my sisters went to Alabama, She went to Alabama and she was in something called Delta Gamma, but I think it was like Alpha Delta Gamma.
3: I can guarantee you that the sorority she's referring to is just Delta Gamma. Because we okay. had a Delta Gamma at Villanova. Okay. Um, we had jewels. Jules. At DePaul University, which makes sense because she's like a Midwest queen. Twenty twelve,
1: she graduated.
3: She was well. Like the picture that they showed was from twenty twelve. Not necessarily she graduated <sighs> in twenty twelve.
1: That doesn't scare me that much because I graduated only three years before that.
3: Ah, huh. wow.
1: So it, th- that's not as scary to me as like what page is serving up in this economy.
3: Yeah, I don't even know. But Paige, we didn't get to uh, check in with her to see where she went or what year she graduated from. That's
1: fine. I think it's so interesting that this show serves us like something totally different as far as these sh- like shows go, and they like give you the education because like we are with these people because they have careers and they are out in the Hamptons because they are able to afford it. It's giving us something totally different. And I think it's like so fun. And I I'm sad that we're probably not going to get it next season.
3: Yeah. Cause this is like a very different flavor from Vanderpump rules. Like we would never talk about like where people went to college.
1: Hopefully we get half summer house, you know,
3: well, I already pitched my idea last episode. Like, ship them somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Paige was funny when she said, I made my, my own friends when while everyone else was uh, announcing their fraternity or sorority.
1: I love that, because that's how I feel. No offense to anyone in a sorority or a fraternity. Oh,
3: offense. A, a, a what, are they going to cry? They <laughs> could
1: cry. I mean, you shouldn't be mean to people. I've been accused of being mean on oh, this podcast. Well, <laughs> and... actually,
3: speaking of... <laughs> Guys, <laughs> run, don't walk. And leave no, don't, a re- don't, don't. Please don't. Leave a review on this podcast. <laughs> While you're there, check out one of the most recent reviews. It's, it's kind of an eye-opening experience for all of us, I would say. Tune into that. Uh, Some of us feel differently. <laughs> uh, listen, sometimes a wake-up call comes where you least expect it. <laughs> In the review section of iTunes, who knows? uh but back to summer house uh this the conference of all the the veteran cast members may be very upset
1: same i felt so bad for jules in this situation not bad for jordan at all
3: yeah and i don't i really
1: i've warmed up to jules i think unlike the rest of the cast has
3: well haven't you have you i definitely have i love her uh and it feels like one minute she's her and then the next minute she's like wandering around alone at a party. I know. Don't love that. Um, but we're like, people are still going out the night before this like day party we have planned.
1: I know. And like all night before they were trying to kind of set up for it, but no one did. And then the next morning, everyone's hung over and trying to set up for it. Yeah. And Jordan's being a little bitch sitting in the chair.
3: Yeah. Uh Carl's very Boot Camp Girl Flakes, which was enjoyable. Good. And that's what activated him.
1: He's activated.
3: Yeah. Uh we have that slide that Kyle bought from some child's party. We have that's anim-
1: such a fun thing because my sister so my sister, when she still lived in Georgia before she moved to Colorado, used to like plan, used to be the planner of those parties who like rented out those inflatable things yeah i need to ask her for insight if like she would ever take a slide from a child's party and give it to adults for bigger money i don't think she would
3: that's that's very admirable
1: she could chime in to this because she's probably listening to this tomorrow or whatever uh
3: and then we have animal abuse
1: can we talk about this i was very surprised (laughs) by this
3: (laughs) Uh, I mean, it, it goes along with like the the animal house theme. I think.
1: I was trying to think of like, would any reputable company actually do this and bring a bunch of their farm animals into this active party where there's a ton of alcohol happening? Yeah, but if we learned like,
3: anything from Tiger King, I know, but Tiger King's
1: different. Like, that's a different thing. Like, this is like Goat King. This is like the Hamptons or whatever. But I guess I bet you there were rules in place that were like, okay, this party's going to be happening, but we're gonna keep all the animals in this enclosed area on yeah. this like tennis courts and let let us just have like this walk in moment, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope so. I will say, but Butula reacting to the animals walking in. <laughs>
3: in she tears. was like
1: she was in tears and then i was in tears she is a good woman i love her so much
3: i love her okay something that sent me to the moon was when the three southern charm boys walked in and the music started playing we got a little like babadoo music that was really exciting Mm -hmm. Uh, but we really spent like almost no time with them
1: the only time we spent with them was when um, Hannah was hitting on like the ugliest one in the bunch. What's Austin. his name? Austin. Austin. Yeah. And like, I was like, "Why are you doing that?" When you literally have Luke, who is the hottest guy at the party.
3: Yeah. Uh, we have both. Because- both Jules and oh, Luke are kind of just wandering around.
1: True. Yeah.
3: Which, which I think, like, is interesting cuz if i was showing up to this party i would like i would be drawn to the the quote unquote new cast members to like get their their take on it
1: i guess but like if you're an already established star of like another show on bravo you're going to be drawn to oh the Uh, biggest stars in the room
3: i'm not talking about if i was a southern charm person i was talking about if i'm one of these nameless people at the party okay like the fact that
1: oh you mean but like i don't think people know that like jules is gonna be a star of the show
3: uh i don't know because i feel like you can tell when you are at a reality television filming moment because like the cameras are on the people who are on the show
1: right but also like they're like not including jewels in the moments as we saw when all the princesses went up to the balcony yeah so like i think it i mean and also people are drinking heavily i think it's not as like easy if you're unless you're going in there to like sleuth the house down and like be a detective i don't think it's as easy as like we would think you know
3: yeah we need it's a, like we need Mega king admins up in there
1: well yeah, like maybe next summer someone can go in and like try to detective the house down boots or whatever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh besides Kyle Ping and a cup which is Pretty gross. Um, I thought
1: that was endearing that um, Amanda was willing to guide his penis into a cup.
3: I mean, he's like peed in the bushes. It. He's peed in the bushes many times before. Like, why didn't we just do that? Is what I can understand. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people around. Also, like, there's no
1: way everything fit into that cup.
3: <laughs> but also, you're not supposed to like put your junk in the cup. The cup is the receptacle
1: right well you put it in to receive i don't know we don't have to go into dynamics there but like the fact that she was like sitting there holding it like that's like a warm cup filling up and
3: oh my god stop (laughs) okay we get to the cliffhanger which is carl being a monster and like screaming at jules essentially telling her she's kicked out of the house and then you jordan know, jordan mosey's on over as he's saying and jordan's kicked out too <laughs> it's
1: so psycho and carl is i know i've said i as any of these characters we're allowed to say nice things about them one week and not say nice things about them the next week carl's a monster
3: yeah i guess this is his week to be the monster of the week yeah yeah so that's it for summer house
1: it was a very fun episode, I will say.
3: Yeah. So let's get to New York City, which we just watched right uh, live for the first time.
1: Apart, though, sadly. Apart, um, yeah. It's so good to be back with these women in this time. I feel like it's like during this specific time, and not to dwell on this specific time, but during this time, you, I only look forward to a few things. One of yeah. them... Every week is Drag Race, and like the second one now is Roni.
3: Yeah, although there is a sadness to watching it in terms of seeing our city on the television.
1: I know. And I don't think, like...
3: I've, I don't think I've watched anything New York centric since this started. Mm-hmm. So that's not particularly enjoyable. Uh, another big picture thing: as soon as the show started, I noticed the film quality was something we have never seen before it seems much better right does this is this the tv or is it the program sometimes the show doesn't look that great so i wonder i was wondering like did it look amazing across the board for everyone watching
1: i think it looked better like after you said it after you like texted it to a group that we're on there was a scene with like just Leah walking down the street in Soho with her daughter. And I was like, Oh, this, like, I like glanced at it and I hadn't like quite known we were back from a commercial. And I was like, Oh, this is like a good commercial that is like really well shot, but no, it was the show. And I feel like for the past several years, maybe Roni has looked cheaper than other franchises in a lot of ways Uh because of like the intros and like that kind of stuff. Like, the black background with the gold like automatically looks cheaper than like Beverly Hills, for example. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, Alex was saying without the Bethany salary, we're putting this budget to use. Oh my
1: God. Can we talk about that first, that cold open with, uh, reacting to Bethany?
3: I think people, some people online who had seen it already talked about how like this was going to Premiere different than ever before, and I kind of was expecting this, but not about I, you.
1: I, I was because we were tipped off, right? Yeah, but I like also wasn't ready for these women to acknowledge it like in scene that the way it happens, you
3: know? Yeah, I mean, I and think the other reason, even if we had not been tipped off, was the fact that we know present time while they were filming that she informed bravo like the day before filming started
1: yeah maybe even the day of yeah and do you remember where you were when you found the news because i will never forget where i was i will never forget when i figured out that i was sent the link because i know people who like work at a certain uh news source media outlet and they sent me the link like right when it was live wow and I was on the one train, and I was at 34th Street going home from yeah. work, and I wow. pulled it up, and my life has never been the same.
3: Yeah, truly. Okay, so we're re- all reacting. It's Everyone's having the reaction you would kind of assume. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that special there. Um, and we have our intros. We've already talked about the intros, so... Uh, Lou, a free woman out of the courthouse with Sonya Rita.
1: I loved this little scene. I loved them greeting the guy in the coffee stand. Yeah, I've lived in New York for over ten years, and I've never gotten coffee from one of those coffee stands. I have. Well, yeah, you're like born and bred. You're like you're. Like I am a, like
3: lily a Mob. Yeah,
1: you're Lilia Mob. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm from Georgia. Yeah. So, but I've never, I've never thought to maybe I should try.
3: Yeah, it's 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 like, it's really good when you're like going somewhere quick, mm-hmm. and you don't want to deal with like going into a Starbucks or a Dunkin' and like having a whole rigmarole. It's just like, give me a coffee, right. let's go. You no know?
1: rigamorous or whatever.
3: Yeah, we did get a, a glimpse of Realtor Anne and Barbara, for that matter, in mm-hmm. the Luann journey recap.
1: I know, and I like. I just think we're not going to get any new scenes from realtor Anne, even though she filmed.
3: i know i know i I just can
1: like like, i can tell we're not gonna get them
3: i don't know what i was expecting just to jump to the very end for a moment but like i was a little disappointed that we got the the same trailer again
1: right but that i think they always do that
3: yeah it's that's true that's true okay uh after that we are introduced straight away to leah
1: yeah, but we don't get – it's like we're introduced to Leah, and we have a scene with Tinsley and Leah doing boxing, but it's not like the Leah introduction – full introduction yeah. yet.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which we'll get later. But, like, automatically – and I I know I have the tendency – I have the tendency to stand early, <laughs> which is not a great thing. Yeah. But I think it's paying off for me with Leah a little bit. I, I think she. So. I think she comes across – Great, and she comes across differently than any of the other, like, rony women we've met in the past. It's like a new vibe.
3: Two thoughts that came to me. First of all, she does not seem nervous at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's number one. And number two, sometimes I would close my eyes, and I would feel like Dana from Vanderpump Rules is speaking. Well, yeah. Like, the drop... Quit- the dry, like, delivery and everything.
1: I can't believe you, like, didn't open your eyes and see that. Because they also look very much alike.
3: Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, like, their confessional work is very similar.
1: Mm-hmm. What age is Leah?
3: Oh, I think I knew this. I think she might be, oof, like, a peer to me, actually.
1: <laughs> no, she's... So she had that fight with that boyfriend situation in 2002. Yep. So I think she's definitely... A little older than you.
3: Yeah. Okay. No. Whoop. She is 37, will be 38 in August. Oh, wow. Okay. And I will be 37 in September. Up here. Up here. <laughs> wow.
1: We should do a thing in the Facebook group, like, with everyone in it and, like, have them identify who is the closest peer to them. As far as Housewives, oh, that would be a fun activity.
3: That is a fun activity. I love it. I wonder who is my clo- I mean, Leah might be one of the
1: closest. Leah might be your closest. I'm trying to think of who could be mine. Like at 30... How old am I, 32?
3: Yeah. I mean, you might be like an Ashley Darby situation.
1: No, she's she's much younger than me. I remember her being much younger. Not much younger, but younger than me. Yeah? We'll figure it out.
3: Yeah. Okay, so... Let's, I, I mean, the boxing scene was fine. I'm not that interested in what's going on with uh, Tinsley.
1: Except for Tinsley running away from that man. Oh, yeah. Her taking her hoops out and being like, well, it's kind of one of my signatures. It's like, Tins, Tins I love Tins, but we can drop this particular act for we're another day. We're here to day. fight. Yeah, we're here to fight.
3: Yeah. Uh, she got Strawberry and Shortcake from China.
1: And she's dating Bruce. Does she have another dog also. Is this her third dog? No, the other dog died last season. I forgot.
3: Yeah. And then she got two new dogs. Yeah. Strawberry and
1: Shortcake. Yeah. And dating someone named Bruce, which she doesn't like the name Bruce, and I think that's rude. Because like, Bruce Willis, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Bozzi, friend of the
3: oh. universe. Wow. Uh, that story that Leah told, like, she's just full of stories. Uh, in terms of like, she went to France with this boyfriend, and on the way back, he said his divorce is on hold.
1: I know. I love storyteller tell- story Leah. Yeah. An iconic queen of legend.
3: Great delivery. Yeah. Uh, now we get a scene with Dorinda and John in the kitchen.
1: I was actually surprised by this because I thought we were going to be a Johnless season. You know? Well,
3: I think this is the editors at work like setting us up for the journey we're about to be on
1: right because we know now that dorinda is not with him yeah at all at all
3: i think though she has said like they are re- they're they're like it's they're remaining friends or something
1: mm-hmm. you know they were making lasagna and i could only wish that they would have made joy Behar's lasagna
3: yeah they were also making they were making lasagna it looked like they were making focaccia it looked like they had a salad. There was a lot going on there.
1: I thought they were just like making a garlic bread. Maybe it was focaccia. Probably. It looked,
3: it looked intense. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we got that story about Carson Cressley breaking Dorinda's rib. <clears throat> and it happened in
1: her apartment, she said. She said on her own terrace, which I didn't realize her apartment had a terrace.
3: Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of Carson Cressley hoofing it over to Sutton Place.
1: I could t- I have tea on who else lives in that building that Durand lives on but I will not say it here subscribe to my personal text thread with any one of you and you will wow. find the answer <laughs> okay it's actually not that juicy but it's like it's some fun information
3: you don't want to dox this person yeah <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we uh, we get that scene that we already saw online with Ramona Missy Mitchell Modell of the Modell Sporting Brand. Oh my God. Legacy. And your good friend Elise.
1: Elise. And I tweeted from the Come Through Queen account tonight to remind everyone that Elise like fired her uh her in-home worker over something really awful, and she ended up being protested by a bunch of domestic workers outside of her Park Avenue apartment because she was an awful, awful person. Eat the rich.
3: Yeah. Manja. (laughs) Uh, We get some Ramonia. Which I love. I love it, it was really nothing other than uh, Coco getting humped by... That other dog.
1: This was one of my favorite Marley. scenes, actually, because the moment that Sonia realized that Coco was there, she said something along the lines of like, oh, she's still alive? And that's how we all feel after watching this dog on 12 seasons on this show. You
3: know how long that is? Well, the Chiron said 17 years old. I know.
1: That's it's incredible. Coco Singer is an icon. She is a star. She is the moment.
3: Yeah. I mean, this season in terms of Ramona is also kind of setting us up for present day, which is so interesting. Well, yeah. Because like the turn of events now of she and Mario essentially living together.
1: I cannot wait to tune in to Watch What Happens Live tonight after we record this because we will see Ramona and then it will, like, I'm sure Andy will bring up Mario and Mario will have to chime in in. because like we're all zooming these days and everyone's chiming into zooms yeah it's it's truly wild
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay um i think other than that we kind of like we kind of just have Durinda's end of summer party
1: right which we we haven't really had an end of summer party since season four do you remember ramona's end of summer party
3: In season four? Not really.
1: First episode of season four, it's where um, it was like a kind of non-event, but it was a very interesting thing where like Alex McCord was trying to get people to sign on to the idea of the Marriage Equality March. And it was like all these like Upper East Side women who just like didn't get it.
3: Yeah.
1: And then like, I feel like Joni or someone was like, can we do like a... like a march for lower taxes or like some sort of like Republican (laughs) bullshit. It's very funny to go back and watch.
3: Wow. Okay. Uh, Dorinda's look is a serve. It is. Care of Luke, who got like a lot of speaking time this episode.
1: Yeah. And we need to remind everyone who Luke is every year, I feel like, because like people probably forget. So Luke, who is Dorinda's, they called him a stylist in this scene yeah but he we originally met him on ladies of london and he had famously been caroline stanbury's makeup artist
3: yeah but to, to me luke is more than just stirring a stylist
1: yeah i mean he's he's also like a hunk yeah a hunk um, I, <laughs> I saw him on seventh avenue once recently semi recently.
3: Did, did you blow on the kiss
1: I, yeah, I did. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> right in front of Panera.
3: <laughs> um, I, I, Unlimited coffee.
1: Well, I haven't gotten that in weeks. Yeah. So did you unsubscribe? I, I don't know if I should. I mean, it's only $8.99 a month. So, so like, you're
3: like supporting Panera economies. I But I could like sustain this. I don't
1: know if like it was a one-time thing where it would, like if you don't get it. Oh. I, so like I don't want to get rid of it in case I could never get it back again.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: So... And I don't really drink coffee when I work from home.
3: Weirdly, oh yeah, I've been brewing it every morning, baby.
1: So I, I'm just going to hold on to it, and I'm taking that expense and hoping I can like reap it again in like June, <laughs> July. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That
3: sounds good and exciting. Uh, Leah tells us another story. I mean, we like this was Leah's episode.
1: It was in a lot of ways, and I loved. She had um, her and her daughter had modern-day Gilmore Girls energy, which I loved.
3: Yeah. But the story I was going to mention was the fact that she, when she's ordering the Red Bull, talks about the fact that she hasn't drank in nine years, but started again six months ago. <clears throat> yes. Which is going to be interesting.
1: Which is confusing. And I I kind of, like, was in tune with this a little while ago because I've been jumping into everyone's lives recently. Okay. And in my brain, Leah, I knew her as a sober woman because I had read something in an article, but then I jumped into a live recently of her during uh this self this time of self distancing yeah, and she was like drinking champagne, so like I figured it out that like oh, she ended that for whatever reason, and yada, yada, yada. It should be interesting to yeah. like
3: watch Ramona just walking by Tinsley, Leah, and Sonia.
1: That was a and the cameraman zooming into her greeting that hot hot hottie. Yeah. William. William. Yeah.
3: Where where did we find William? I have no
1: idea. But like, I do think, and we have seen a history of this in Roni history, right? We've seen like these young hot men hanging out in the spaces that these like older, attractive, wealthy women have been hanging mm. out. Like that used to be, what's it called? Uh What's that place called? Oh my God. Boutique? Boutique. And like similar places. I think there is a place in New York where this happens.
3: Okay. Interesting. Uh, uh, can I...
1: Okay, so I love Dorinda Medley with all my heart, but can I hate on her behavior with tinsley it's
3: so bad and the fact that she didn't realize the reaction to the very same behavior at the reunion was bad is like frustrating i just don't
1: get it and i hope that this storyline ends soon but i don't know if it will is this what is going to like ending end up up driving tinsley off the show which we like are going towards yeah
3: which is strange because then Tinsley seemed so chippy during BravoCon.
1: I know. Yeah. But they were like mid-filming during then, right? Yeah.
3: Oh, they were? Yeah, because that was November
1: or like towards the end of filming.
3: Okay. I can't, yeah, I can't, I really can't keep track.
1: And I think, I think Tinsley was chippy also because they were in- introducing Leah and like that was a new thing and okay. like that kind of thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it was good to see it seems like Dorinda and Lou are done fighting.
1: I know, as proved with uh, Dorinda welcoming to the stage Chelsea Piers, yeah, who I went to college with. yeah, and I was social with. We were like acquaintances
3: I know you've you've introduced me to her a few times out in the wilds, yeah. As Chelsea Piers, actually, maybe always, one time not as Chelsea Piers, because I think she was supporting a friend or something.
1: I always remember her like before she did drag, like carrying around like this messenger bag that was also a boombox, so you could like, this was like That's this annoying. was I know, but like think about like 2008, mm-hmm. where like you didn't have like iPhones or whatever. It was like cool that you could like walk around with music playing out of your messenger bag. I don't mm-hmm. know. Interesting. Yeah. That's my memory of her. Uh,
3: Blake and you miss it Colin Cowie was there, which is interesting because that was the very last thing Dorinda essentially did pre quarantine.
1: Oh my God, I know.
3: like she was at his wedding in South Africa like last month. mm-hmm yeah. um and I think that's like essentially I mean, we learned the story of like how Leah mob. Made her fortunes.
1: Which I had already Googled and known. And yeah. like, the story is that she got into a police altercation and the police fucked her up. And there's a lot of police brutality stuff in this episode, sorry. But we've learned about how the police basically fucked her up. They owed her $75,000 and she started her company.
3: And they were, and here we are today. Yeah, here we are today. Married to the mob.
1: Married to the mob forever and ever.
3: Okay. Shall we announce our One True Queen and Freak of the Week? So our Freak of the Week this week is Tom Schwartz. Uh, not just for what occurred during Vanderpump Rules this week, but then we were graced with his presence, standing aside Katie Maloney Schwartz, on Watch With Evans Live from home, along with uh, Stassi and Bo, Jax and Brittany, and obviously Andy Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously Andy asked Tom about the episode and his behavior. And instead of just apologizing and saying he was a terrible person.
1: Yeah, a misogynistic fool.
3: Yeah. He uh, decided to try to explain what was going through his sick mind and justify himself to some extent. And, it was, and everyone that was part of that episode was kind of like oh god just stop it's it's
1: uh, he, he's fallen from the grace so 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 far i used to love him so much and he's seasons like, ago
3: he's saying all this in the sober light of day i know it was like a, a shining a shining day over in los angeles when they were recording <laughs>
1: I really wonder what, like, what his day to day is as far as like a human being. Like, what when he wakes up? What are his responsibilities, et cetera? Yeah, you know,
3: I don't know. But our one true queen from this very same episode of Watch Women's Live.
1: We hate to say it, but it's Stassi Schroeder.
3: Stassi Schroeder had us on our feet, screaming, shouting, and cheering when she said, "When." when she was asked who she would want to bring back on Roni and her answer was, Andy, I would take a pay cut for you to bring back Alex McCord from Australia, along with Simon, bring her back on Roni.
1: I think that she knows that Roni is the best of the best and she really sees it. I, I sometimes dip into her podcast just because if I'm like, podcast list on a Saturday or a Sunday I will listen to it and she talks so much about Roni with every guest that she has on well, so she's is
3: Beau is loving it yeah uh, and even Katie I think was saying on Watch Live how much she loves Roni as well
1: well yeah I think Stassi converted them and I think I mean Stassi obviously has her obvious faults as anyone can point to yeah but we will give her this moment of queendom because she is Picking up Alex and Simon.
3: Yeah. That will never happen though. Like they are truly done.
1: Yeah. I mean like the, the best we could hope for is a trip to Australia, but I don't think that Roni is going to go that far.
3: I would. We've been calling for that for years and I would fly to the moon. If that happened. Fly me to the moon. Brendan, that's it for this week. (laughs) You didn't Uh, like my singing? I would love to reiterate. Everyone should go leave a review
1: oh my god stop okay
3: <laughs> uh or you could email, email us a company. i feel like i was nice at this gmail.com. episode yeah you were so nice <laughs> I, I definitely in response to some feedback i would say <laughs> I feel like
1: i was normal <laughs> no. anyways um yeah go leave us a review go follow dan at idkidk go follow don't follow me
3: no follow brendan, brendan at not brendan
1: um go follow us at Come Through Queen on Twitter, uh Come Through Queen Podcast on the Instagram, go to our Facebook group at Come Through Queen. The conversation is always going. Y'all are the best.
3: Yeah, and we posted episode two recap of DC Housewives yesterday on our Patreon, so you could check that out.
1: And we'll record we'll be recording another one of those soon. Yeah,
3: and that's it. Like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet.
1: Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 I
0: want to see you come through, Queen.